Travel Squad podcast. We're four friends that grew up together in the same small town. We followed each other to San Diego, and now we adventure the world together. One passport stamp at a time. We're here to share our travel stories and inspire you to go on your own adventures. Even if it starts with your own backyard. I'm Jamal. Brittany. Kim. And I'm Dana. And And we're we're the Travel Squad podcast. So grab your ticket, your passport, and don't forget your travel insurance. And prepare for takeoff. Hello, fellow travelers. Hey, everybody. Hey. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to episode 66 of the Travel Squad podcast, our very first episode of 2021. We are taking you to an amazing place for this time of year, Lake Tahoe. But before we get into everything amazing you need to know about Tahoe, I want to know from the squad, how was your holidays? How was your New Year? So I worked on New Year's, which is normal for me, but still had a good time. I'm so glad to be in 2021 and the holidays were great overall. I'm hoping 2021 is better than 2020, but I don't want to get in the mindset of everybody thinking it's just going to reset because it's a new year because everyone was thinking 2020, new decade, it's going to kick ass. And then that's what happened. So 2021, I'm optimistic, but let's not let our guard down, everybody. That's all I have to say. But holidays, to answer your question, Kim, fantastic. Enjoyed Christmas and enjoyed New Year's, although I spent it alone with Brittany at work. But, you know, it is what it is. No New Year's kiss for you? Well, I mean, she wasn't evening on call working, but she worked New Year's Day in the morning. So I had a New Year's Eve kiss, but, you know, Brittany's an old soul. Usually we sleep into the New Year. Can you believe that? We're a typical old married couple. But not this year. No way. (laughs) And you guys used to make fun of me for being the only one over 30 at one point in time. I still rock it for being over 30. I mean, you couldn't handle the New Year's. Kim's the one who slowed down in her 30s. I think we all know this. We do. We do. (laughs) (laughs) My New Year's was amazing. Thanks for asking. While we were waiting for you to jump in, we knew you couldn't keep quiet about it. I'm sorry. How was your New Year's, Kim? It was great. I was in Valle de Guadalupe. For a nice little weekender, overnighter kind of an experience. Wine tasting in the valley. Couldn't have been better. Stayed in a beautiful oceanfront Airbnb. Who did you go with? Sounds so romantic. (laughs) (laughs) I went with a special friend. Just a special friend? (laughs) A special boyfriend. Okay. Podcast officials (laughs) off the market. (laughs) For now. (laughs) i mean we'll see we'll see i don't know well you know what while you were getting yourself a boyfriend i got myself a cat what i do i do little cat named princess it's jamal and i's cat all the way back from 2008 i brought her home so now uh i'm cohabitating with princess expanding your family that's so sweet well i'm glad to see everybody had a fantastic holiday so excited for a new year here in 2021 so let's get right into it with lake tahoe and i'm so excited to talk about lake tahoe because i have such fond memories of going to lake tahoe you know our hometown of woodland lake tahoe is only about two hours away so i can't tell you how many times Zaina and I would go as a family to Tahoe, whether it be winter, whether it be summer. It was just a short little getaway from our hometown. I mean, I've literally been hundreds of times. That's no exaggeration. So I'm so excited to share information with you guys about Tahoe. 
I know the stories are endless for all the times that we used to go when we were kids. And I think the thing for me is, you know, growing up so close to Lake Tahoe, you don't really realize what a gym it is. And then once I grew up and, you know, you hear people talking about it or even living in San Diego, I know people who've never been and then they go and they marvel at how beautiful it is. And it just really made me realize, wow, like I lived right next to it and I went all the time and I was a kid. So you don't really understand how beautiful it is. So I'm really excited to share this with you guys and uh, relive some memories with Jamal. And in Lake Tahoe, there's so much to do any time of the year. You can go skiing and snowboarding in the winter, or you can go hiking or boating or kayaking in the spring and summer. It's a great place to go all year round. And if you guys remember last year, we put out an episode on Big Bear, California, and we compared it to Tahoe. But we all were in agreement that Tahoe was bigger, better, cooler than More kick-ass. Absolutely. So we had to bring you this Tahoe episode. So let's get into it with Tahoe tips as we always do. Well, the first tip is going to be that during the winter months, the roads can close due to snow. So there was a time when Zane and I went up as a family and we were literally trapped in Lake Tahoe. No way out. You couldn't go Highway 50 to get back into Sacramento. You couldn't go around through Reno on Interstate 80 and we were trapped in there. So you can either be stuck and not be able to get in or stuck in there, not be able to get out. But also on top of that, the roads are closing. That also means that there snow on there so if they're open you're either going to need a four-wheel drive or chains so it's always good to have chains or that four-wheel drive if you're going during the winter months yeah we've actually been stuck both ways i don't know if you remember jamal but we were trying to get into lake tahoe and the roads were closed due to snow closure and so there was no place to go and we're all just sitting there and i don't know if you remember but there was a car in front of us and the guy and the girl kept making out hardcore i remember this more than you because the car was behind us not in front of us (laughs) (laughs) but yeah we were stuck in traffic on us highway 50 going through the mountains along the american river and it was just literally stop and go stop and go and most of the time it was pretty much stop like literally at a dead stop and we had entertainment watching the vehicle behind us there was a couple every time we had to stop they were just making out so you know as a 10 year old look creeping and looking behind right there i was like that's a form of entertainment like oh what are they doing it was so risque at the time i just have to say like if you put yourself in like 10 11 12 years old it's funny back then and tahoe is in the mountains it is mountain town it does have a big beautiful blue lake that stays frigid cold all year round yes so when i was younger my dad took us to lake tahoe in the middle of summer and the lake was still freezing and he dared us to jump in and I remember jumping in and just being so cold afterwards even though it was midsummer lake's always cold it's in the mountains it's an alpine lake we're going to get to that a little bit later so even during the summer months it's definitely frigid squad tip You guys may not even know this, or maybe you do, but Lake Tahoe has hot springs, natural hot springs. I didn't know that. That is a squad tip that is ringing in my ears because I did not know that. You are correct, Kim. Yeah. Where are they at? Check them out. Yeah, there's like beautiful um, natural hot springs that you can go into and have views of the mountains and the lake. Have you gone? I have not, but some of my friends posted pictures on Instagram who live in Tahoe, and that's how I found out about them. We need to go. Squad trip. Squad trip. Tahoe is also a really beautiful place for hiking, boating, skiing, golfing, any water activities. There's also plenty of debauchery to be had in Tahoe. It's really a place for everyone, almost everything. Yeah. And another tip too is Lake Tahoe straddles the border between California and Nevada. 
So, you know, on the California side, not that there's not anything to do because there is tons, but if you cross over into the Nevada side in South Lake Tahoe right there, there's the casinos. So there's an abundance of nightlife in that sense also. So you have the best of both worlds and add in that little bit of excitement that Nevada brings too. So straddles two states. Cool. So Tahoe has a ton of history and there is no better person to tell us all about it than Jamal. Well, I don't know what in particular history wise you want me to say, but I'm going to brush over a few things and just educate our listeners here about how cool Lake Tahoe is. Please educate me too. Well, I'm about to. (laughs) Here we go. One, Lake Tahoe at one point was supposed to be designated as a national park. There was petitions to do that. It didn't end up happening for a plethora of reasons, which is too many to go over, but that's how great Lake Tahoe is. I mean, they really wanted to make it a national park, but again, by the time that it really came to do that, there was already too much industry and logging in the area, and then they decided that they weren't going to do that, but there's still lots of conservation efforts to keep Tahoe pristine. just doesn't have that national park title, but it very well could be. On top of that, Lake Tahoe is unique for several reasons. It's the second deepest lake in the United States, only behind Crater Lake in Oregon. And on top of that, it is the fifth deepest lake in the world based on average depth. So it's really, really deep. And the lake was actually formed by glacial snowmelt. And so that's one of the reasons why it's very cold. And then again, during the winter seasons, it always has the snow. The snow runs off into the lake. So it always keeps that cold, pristine fridge like we were all talking about. There are a lot of rumors about Tahoe that there is some kind of hidden city underneath the lake. Like Atlantis? Yeah, because it is so deep. They say there's parts of the lake that they still haven't discovered or gone down as deep as it goes. And there's all of these rumors about a hidden city that used to be a city that is now covered by this lake. Interesting. I actually never heard that. but We need to get a submarine and go explore. (laughs) (laughs) No, I would be interested in that. What's really cool, though, is, you know, I did mention it's the fifth deepest lake in the world. I forgot to mention, you know, at its deepest point, it's 1,645 feet deep. Its average depth is roughly 1,000 feet. So, I mean, for a lake, I mean, that is incredibly deep. So to hear those rumors that you're talking about doesn't surprise me. However, one thing I also did forget to mention, though, is there is a famous spot of Lake Tahoe, and I'm sure we're going to get to it a little bit later, called Emerald Bay. And Emerald Bay is actually rather shallow in comparison to Lake Tahoe itself. And when you come into Emerald Bay, if you're on a boat, you can actually see down and see some sunken ships because it is shallow in that area. So I don't know about lost cities, but there are lost and sunken ships down there. Ships or boats? Because I would love to see a pirate ship. Well, I I, I guess they're boats. There's not really much shipping going on on the lake. (laughs) So yes, thanks for the correction. But I think it's an interchangeable term, but that's neither here nor there. So let's talk about how to get to Tahoe. What airports would you fly into? Well, there's really going to be two options if you're flying in. You can either fly into our hometown airport, the Sacramento International Airport. SMF. Yeah, it's about an hour and a half, two hour drive from the Sacramento airport to Lake Tahoe. Obviously, during the winter seasons, it could be a little bit longer. If there's snow, you're going to be driving slower, etc. But really, really close to get to in that sense. The other airport would be the Reno Tahoe International Airport, which is going to be in Reno. And to drive from Reno to Lake Tahoe, it's about 45 minutes. So it is closer if you were to fly into Reno. The one thing that I would just say as a tip, though, 
is we fly a lot. As you guys know, we rep Southwest all day, every day. I can tell you it is cheaper usually to fly into Sacramento than it is to Reno, regardless of where you're coming from. So, you know, depending on the price difference, you may pay that more for the convenience of being closer or pay substantially less and, you know, invest the drive. But either way, if you're flying, you're going to need to rent a car to get there. And if you have a private plane, you can fly into the tiny little charter airport there in Lake Tahoe. Yes, but I don't think people who listen to us, Anna, have private planes. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I was about hey. to say, don't rule them out. <laughs> I don't rule them out, but I'm going to go statistically speaking that maybe you're talking to less than one person. So if you have a private plane, please DM us. We would love to know if you do have one so we can prove Jamal wrong. Well, when no one DMs us, I'm going to be proven right. But that's... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I believe Kim Kardashian loves our podcast. I believe Paris Hilton loves our podcast. I believe Britney Spears listens religiously. John Mayer, I'm sure, is a huge fan. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Why wouldn't he be? Don't rule it out, Jamal. All right. So I think the best way for us to talk about Tahoe is to break it down into the seasons. Because what you do in the summer in Tahoe is a lot different than what you do in winter, but both of them have amazing things to do. So let's start with winter, probably the most iconic season in Tahoe. Yeah, you can have a white Christmas in Tahoe in the winter. And like Jamal and Zaina and everyone has said earlier, you can get snowed in, you can get stuck in traffic, but the snow is amazing. As we had talked about earlier, comparing it to Big Bear, there's usually a lot more snowfall in Lake Tahoe. And so it leads to better skiing and snowboarding and tubing and all of the fun winter activities. Yeah, and there's lots of places in Lake Tahoe to go snowboarding or skiing or do whatever you want to do. As a matter of fact, you know, if you were to drive around Lake Tahoe, it takes about, you know, three hours. It is rather large in that sense. So there's activities to do on the North Shore, the South Shore, South Lake Tahoe. That's where they have the casinos in Nevada area just as well. Then there's East Shore, West Shore. And all along those shores, there's different ski resorts. There's even a ski resort where they had the Winter Olympics up there in Lake Tahoe area. There is Heavenly in South Lake Tahoe, which is a very famous location just as well for your winter activities. So all around the lake, there are spots for you to do your skiing and snowboarding. Senny Bono died there in Heavenly, sustaining injuries from running into a tree. Well, you, I don't think you really sold anybody to go to Heavenly now, <laughs> No, 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 you say. should go, you should go, you should go. I was just saying like a little bit of trivia. We went uh, snowboarding in Heavenly. I used to go snowboarding there quite regularly, and I have not been snowboarding at Heavenly or in Tahoe since I've moved down to San Diego, which saddens my soul. So I do want to go back up. Each year I keep saying this winter is going to be the winter and I never do it. So I need to inspire myself. Do you ladies want to hear a funny story about Jamal snowboarding? Why not? Okay. So the first time we went snowboarding, I think we were probably like 19, 17 years old and we went with my best friend, Josh and Jamal and Josh braved the big easy, which (laughs) it's so funny. It's called the big easy. But it wasn't necessarily easy. We took a snowboarding class that day, and Jamal was one of the best ones there. I was one of the worst ones there. Long story, but anyways. It's not a long story. You were just terrible. (laughs) Anyways, so finally Jamal and Josh get the guts to go on the, what are those things called that take you up the hill? The, the ski lift? The ski lift. Jamal and Josh went on the ski lift, and it's their very first time ever on a ski lift. So once they got on, they didn't realize that there's like a bar to put over you. So they lifted the entire way without that bar, and they were hugging each other because they were scared. I don't know <laughs> if we were really hugging, but we weren't really, you know, 
wanting to move too much. But <laughs> that's the one thing about ski lifts, you know, they, they are kind of sketchy in that sense. Um, but yes, they do have bars that you can pull over from the top. This was my first time ever really doing that type of winter activity because when we were kids, we would always go sledding up there and doing those things. So this was my first expedition and experience, if you will, into the skiing and snowboarding world. So I had a learning curve. You know what? I didn't even master the lift that comes around and you grab onto the bar and then the bar pulls your body. They had to slow it down for me because I was so scared. And then it came and it was still too fast. It hit me in the gut and I fell back on my head. I was so surprised you even tried to go snowboarding, but you know, I'm impressed. I, Good job for, for trying. <laughs> I'm with that you on this one. And Heavenly was actually the one and only place I've ever been snowboarding. I think I was a freshman in high school and I was going with a friend and her family and we went up there. I did not know what I was getting myself into. My friend showed me for about 15 minutes on this tiny little baby hill, not even a bunny hill. Oh, here's how you snowboard. Here's how it works. Here's your stuff. Let's go up the lift. The lift is frightening <laughs> as fuck. And I did have the bar down. <laughs> hey, some of them don't even have bars. <laughs> and then I was so fucking scared the entire time. I only went down the mountain once. It took me a very long time. I think I broke my tailbone and it's still broken 10 plus years later. And I will never snowboard again because it's just not my thing. Did you know that I broke my left wrist snowboarding for the first time? I took lessons and then after we took the lessons, I made it through and then we went down the bunny hill and it was a day where the ice was pretty hard and compacted and I slid and flew and landed on my left wrist and it broke. So because of that, to this day, Brittany rarely likes to snowboard with me. I have to literally twist her arm, but not breaking it this time uh, in order for her to get to do it with me. But Heavenly, again, is going to be the marquee location for you to do your winter activities. It gives you beautiful, beautiful views of the lake at that ski resort. You know, you're going down the hill, you're above the lake level. You just see all the white around you, the beautiful, clear blue lake that is lake tahoe and it's just so majestic but you can also go to squaw valley which again is a location where they had the 1960 winter olympics north star which is in Truckee area north lake tahoe kirkwood sierra tahoe so any of the resorts that you go up to up there like no exaggeration it's world class skiing and snowboarding all the resorts up there I just want to say also for Heavenly that even if you don't want to snowboard or ski, you can go up the gondolas to the top of the mountain and just look out. Of course, you are going to have to pay a fee, but you can go to the top. And in winter, it's a perfect time to rent a cabin in Lake Tahoe, make a fire, sit around the fire with a cup of hot chocolate. Maybe you make some snow angels outside, maybe make some snowmen, but it's, it's a really nice and beautiful place to spend winter. Absolutely. And if you're there during the holiday season as well, you know, again, it straddles California, Nevada. So on the casino sides, the casinos always do something big. They do New Year's fireworks. So there's always firework shows and things like that during certain times of year. So if you're there during the winter, especially during New Year's, which is a very popular time, you can see the casino firework shows also. Have any of you spent New Year's in Tahoe? I can't tell you how many New Year's I've spent in Tahoe. I was about to say, absolutely, because um, one of my dad's really close friends had a cabin. And so anytime we went, we would always stay at the cabin and it was on a huge hill. So right there in the backyard, we would always just go sledding down and make snow forts. Nice. Mm -hmm. I have spent also many New Year's in Tahoe. Oh, not when I was a kid, when I was between the ages of like 
20 and maybe 25 or later. Spent many New Year's there. I remember my first, maybe my first time ever going to Tahoe was for New Year's. I was 20, I was not 21, and the casinos were 21 and up. And so they would have like door guys at all of the casinos, but because there's so many people there, you could slip in. We would have like 15 of our friends and one by one, we would get kicked out of this one and have to go into the other one. (laughs) Just keep moving about. And yeah, they have really beautiful fireworks shows for New Year's. It's a super, super fun time to be there. Lots of people. I don't know if they're still doing it, but they were for a long time doing a snow globe music festival there over New Year's which is like an outdoor winter wonderland music festival but then they have a bunch of after parties at the casinos in Tahoe and I remember going to one it was Zed was DJing and it was at Mount Blue and it was it was a fine little after party it was a fun thing to do but later years later I became roommates with this girl named Carolyn here in San Diego I did not know her before that we got to talking and we were at that same Zed show in Tahoe after party and we did not know each other. Small world. It's a small world. Very small world coincidence. Dang. And you know what? We're not advocating anything illegal, but when you're talking about how you were able to sneak through when you were under 21, when we were in New Orleans, we snuck Brittany through into a strip club and into the casinos. But uh, where there's a will, there's a way. (laughs) (laughs) Any more thoughts on winter in Lake Tahoe? Other than the fact that it's just truly majestic, even if winter sports aren't your thing, just to go and be in the peace of the mountains with the snow, with the beautiful lake, staying in a cabin or even in the hotels and the casinos if you want to do that, Airbnb and any one of the residents out there. Tahoe is just beautiful in the winter and truly majestic. It is like putting yourself into a snow globe. Hey travelers, we want to stop for a quick minute to tell you about a really exciting product we put together just for you. As you all know, we love getting you excited to visit places for yourself by sharing what we did and making it easier by giving you squad tips that we learned along the way. The Travel Squad has created something to provide even more value for you in addition to our episodes by detailing trip itineraries and comprehensive multi-page guides with everything you need to know to do the trip right. These Itineraries include information on what to see and do in the area, where to stay, directions for the best routes, and even where to eat along the way. And we put them into these beautiful PDF guides just for you. We created itineraries for a week in Yellowstone and Grand Tetons, Big Island, Hawaii, and an itinerary for an American Southwest road trip and so many more itineraries to come. We are so excited to announce that they are now available to purchase on our website. So go over to travelsquadpodcast.com to get yours today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
So let's talk about the spring and summer months and the things to do in Lake Tahoe. First off, I'm just going to say it, 4th of July in Lake Tahoe, it's a big deal. I bring this up because we talked about fireworks for New Year's. As there's fireworks for New Year's, there's fireworks for 4th of July. It's a not-to-be-missed event if you happen to be going during the summer. But other than just fireworks, tell us a little bit about the hiking, Brittany. Ooh, I love to hike. Ooh, is this where you lost your toenail? Yes, I went (laughs) hiking in a place near Lake Tahoe and I did lose a toenail after the hike. (laughs) So the hiking trail is called Horsetail Falls. It's three and a half miles out and back to the falls. But I want to say it's longer if you go into the desolate wilderness or that country. And you actually have to like fill out a permit and say where you're going and who you're going with in your party. So during the right time of year in summer, all of that snow is is melting and running off to make these beautiful, powerful waterfalls. And it's when the snow melt is at its peak and the hike is just absolutely remarkable. But you can hike past the falls and hike up to the top of the waterfall. And on the way down, it was just such a steep trail. I kept hitting pressure on my toenail from my shoe and I ended up losing that toenail. My dad did this hike with me as well and he lost a toenail too, but on the opposite foot. (laughs) So Horsetail Falls, definitely, apparently, statistically here we're seeing it will cause you to lose your toenail. But other than losing your toenail at Horsetail Falls, there's lots of other beautiful hiking to do. You can actually go to the resorts that they have for the skiing and snowboarding. They have hiking trails in that area just as well. Other spots around the lake. So do check it out. And a lot of biking around the lake also. So good summer activities. But speaking of hikes, one of the really, really nice hikes to do is going to be hiking along Eagle Falls, which flows into Emerald Bay. Now, before we talk more about the hike down to Eagle Falls, let's talk a little bit about Emerald Bay. I brought it up a little bit earlier. It is a bay off of Lake Tahoe. It's very iconic for its beautiful turquoise waters, and it was actually carved by a glacier running through there, so that's what has created the bay area. But it's very famous because in the middle of that bay, there is an island, and on that island, a lady built a little castle tea house, and she had a home that she built along the banks of Emerald Bay, and so she would stay there during the summer and go out and have her tea out there, so it's a really iconic spot. But they do have that waterfall that comes from the top of Emerald Bay down in, so you can make the hike down along the waterfall, but do be careful. It's notorious for people who want to get in the waterfall, take a photo. They have slipped and fell to their death, so do not do that. Stay on the trail, make your way down to the shore, and don't go for that photo opportunity because many people die on that. Dang, that's crazy. You know, if there's anything that I remember about being a kid is that we went to Emerald Bay a lot. We hiked there a lot. And the one thing that I always wanted to do that my parents always said no was going out to the little tea house on the island because you can charter a boat and go out there. It's too bad you didn't go. It's beautiful. <laughs> Have you been? <laughs> Savage right there. <laughs> Whoa. So I don't know if he mentioned this, but Emerald Bay is a state park and there is a point called Inspiration Point. It's 600 feet above the lake with gorgeous views of the lake and Finette Island, which is located right in the middle of Emerald Bay. 
That's the island with the tea house. With the tea house. And I don't know if Jamal mentioned this or not, but the mansion or the tea house is Scandinavian architecture. Well, the tea house is not Scandinavian architecture. The lady who built the tea house, her mansion along the shore of Emerald Bay is called Viking's Home. And that is the Scandinavian architecture. And the Vikings home has 38 rooms, and it's considered one of the finest examples of Scandinavian architecture in the United States. So it's very famous in that respect, too. Zephyr Cove is another place around the lake that I love going. I think it's on the California side. It's on the Nevada side. It is on the Nevada side. Okay, it's really close to the border then. And it's a really cool place that is beachy, sandy. They have volleyball courts. They have a snack bar. You can get food and drinks there. You can chill there. I think it always has like a good fun crowd when I'm around there. It's a great place to go in the summer and just hang out. Because even though the water's cold, the temperature and the sun shining down is so warm. You can be in a tank top. You can be in a swimsuit. It's great. Great vibes. Yeah, Zephyr Cove is one of those places during the summer that it's always going to have a lot of activity. It's one of the best places along the shore to actually just go swimming in the lake. So it is not to be missed. And if you want a good vibe, that's really where it's going to be is at Zephyr Cove. Another good spot to go along the lake if you want to do some sort of activity and do swimming or just admire the beauty of the lake is go to Sand Harbor. Now it is on the Nevada state side as well and it is actually a Nevada state park so it does have a $10 entrance fee. But this is one of the most famous spots in Lake Tahoe to do some kayaking, stand up paddle boarding and if you really Google image Lake Tahoe, I guarantee you a photo of Sand Harbor will come up without you even knowing it. It's famous for the big boulders that are in the waters along the shore. So it has that kind of iconic look. The water is so clear and blue that you could actually see the boulders on the ground of the lake just as well in the shallow areas. So it's a very iconic spot. And if you want to do some kayaking, paddle boarding, it's a very scenic place to do it. I mean, Nevada's turned that area into a state park. So, I mean, it has to be pretty, right? It's a very Instagrammable spot. I just looked it up on Instagram and it is beautiful. And I really want to go kayaking there. So we've kind of talked about things you can do in the winter. We've talked about things you can do in the summer, but there's plenty to do in Tahoe that is fun all year round. One of those things we already mentioned was the gondola up in Heavenly. You can do that winter. You can do that summer. Beautiful views. The best views. Nobody knows views like this place. (laughs) (laughs) There's also the Miss Dixie. Have you guys gone on the Miss Dixie? I have not been on the Miss Dixie. I have been on its equivalent, the Tahoe Queen, which is no longer in operation, unfortunately. I forgot what it was. I think it actually caught fire and they just never rebuilt it and put it back into commission. I don't quote me on that, but I know something happened to the Tahoe Queen. But the Miss Dixie, in a sense, is its twin. And it's a very famous paddle wheeler boat that takes you around the lake on tours. So it has that old like Mississippi River boat vibe look because it's, you know, the paddle wheel style. So the Tahoe Queen was like that. The mix, the Miss Dixie is the same. So you can do tours on the lake. They have food on there just as well. So it's a big famous activity to do. And one of the best ways really to see the lake unless you have your own boat or charter one for that matter. The Miss Dixie is an iconic activity to do in Lake Tahoe. Especially for families. Something not for families though, and a huge draw of Lake Tahoe are the casinos. Let's crank it up. The casinos. Well, one, 
if gambling's your thing and if you enjoy the casino scene, you're definitely going to enjoy them here in Lake Tahoe. But with the casinos comes the restaurants, comes the nightlife. So it has all that activity that you would find in Vegas. I'm not going to sit here and say it's on a Vegas level because it's absolutely not. But because it's in Tahoe, it just has its own unique charm. But you get those vibes. What about shows? Does Tahoe have shows like Vegas? They don't really have big ticket shows like that. They do have a lot of famous musicians that will perform in Lake Tahoe. I mean, they have a summer concert series that I've gone. I've seen Incubus out there. Um, I know one time my parents have actually gone and seen Elvis in Tahoe before, but the king isn't around anymore. (laughs) But I'll tell you what, Tahoe still brings big name, you know, musicians to come. So those are really the shows that you'll find. They don't really have any anchor shows, if you will, like they do in Vegas and at the specific hotels. But it also has great nightlife. I celebrated my 21st birthday out in Lake Tahoe, went to one of the clubs at Harrah's out there and had bottle service. The only time in my life I've ever had bottle service was on my 21st birthday. So, I mean, you can do it all and get that kind of like party Vegas experience in Lake Tahoe. I have so many memories of casinos in Tahoe. I learned how to play craps in Tahoe, won money. You know, I'm not a big gambler. It actually is very scary for me to gamble. But when I'm gambling on my boyfriend's money, I suddenly get really (laughs) courageous. Throwing a couple chips down into the field, cashing in real quick, buying, getting free drinks for standing there playing. Oh, yeah, that's my jam. You want to hear a squad tip? Squad tip. Squad tip. This applies to any casino that you go to that provides you with free drinks. And I say any because a lot of the Native American casinos do not provide alcohol complimentary. So we're talking Las Vegas and Nevada casinos here and Lake Tahoe. And Reno. Play roulette. Put one bet on red, one bet on black, and you're always going to come out even unless you have the unfortunate reality of it landing on one or two, depending on what roulette game you're playing, of the greens on there. So it's always, unless you land on those greens, going to be a push. So you can just get free drinks and wait for the cocktail waitress to come around a couple times. You know, I always used to play the video game roulette because it's basically there on the screen, but the ball is still real. So it still gives you really good odds since it's a true ball on the roulette thing. And so I think like the, the minimum is 250. So I remember spending time there with two of my friends like all night just playing and getting free drinks and getting wasted. Nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it will land on green occasionally, <laughs> no doubt. But in the interim, if you're betting the minimum and, you know, it's like $5 or something, you know, you could get a few rounds of drinks for $5 before it hits green again. And you could get lucky and not have it at all. So squad tip on that. That goes for any casino. Until you got the pit boss coming over. I can't tell you <laughs> anything. You're nice talking to. Oh, I can't tell you anything. <laughs> my, one of my friends actually won five grand on a video poker in wow. Tahoe. What? That's crazy. Yeah, but it's cool. Jamal always says that's the highest odds. Video poker has the best odds of any casino game. That is a statistical fact if you know how to play it and know what machine to play based on the payout schedule that they have on the board. I didn't have the fortunate... Uh, luck that your friend had in Lake Tahoe to win 5,000. But in Reno, just a short 45 minute drive away, I've hit a Royal flush on the same machine in Reno at Atlantis twice and have walked away with about 5,000 between those two uh, going there. Yeah. Question. Same machine. Isn't what that is the- so exciting when the guy comes up to you and like makes you sign the paper because you won so much money? Uh, not really, because cash. then, you know, 
it's getting reported on my taxes, but that's okay. It's yeah, exhilarating. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what movie? I put in a quarter and I want a car. I put in a quarter and I want a car. Rat Reese? No, no. <laughs> National Lampoon's <laughs> Vegas Vacation. That is Vegas. All right, let's talk nightlife. Jamal, you said you celebrated your 21st birthday there. You've done a lot of partying in Lake Tahoe? I have done a lot of partying in Lake Tahoe. I've utilized my squad tip and have gotten free drinks uh, the way that I just described to you. As I mentioned, you know, we went to Tahoe a lot as children. Didn't do this as a child, but, you know, in my adult life before I moved down to San Diego, I would go to Tahoe quite often you know, with my parents or just alone with me and my dad. He likes to sit at the table, so I would I would always get my drinks, have a good time. So my 21st birthday was the most serious partying I ever really did in Tahoe. And I don't remember what the name of the club is that they had at Harris. I think it's under a different name now anyway. But rest assured, each one of the four major casinos that they have there will have some sort of nightlife bar or club in there to, for you to go to. But I know you've had a crazy experience at the Mont Blue. I've had many crazy experiences all of those casinos <laughs> Mont Blue, I don't know if they're still doing it but during this time in my early 20s when I was going to Tahoe a lot they used to have a ladies night it was either a Friday or Saturday but ladies drank free free to get in free to drink whoa and you get a wristband and I mean it was a good time to be a lady back then I just gotta say that <laughs> so I've done that that was awesome that was amazing I've celebrated my friend Kelsey's bachelorette party in Tahoe where we got a VIP booth right next to the DJ at the Harris Club that was there and just got the total VIP treatment. That was amazing. I mean, countless other party experiences, both in winter and summer that are just uh, such good times, such good times. And you know, what I find unique about Tahoe, and I'll say it again, you know, Vegas, I mean, it's the king when it comes to partying and entertainment. There's no doubt about that. But if you want that Vegas fun, but just not as crazy and with the scenic beauty, you know, Lake Tahoe just has that majestic vibe that's just so amazing. And aren't you allowed to drink outside of the casino in Lake Tahoe? Yes, that that should have been in the tips in the very first section when we talk about Tahoe. Absolutely, if you're 21 and up, you can drink legally on the streets in Tahoe, which means you can take your drink out of the casino and keep it in your hand while you're walking around. Open Woo! container laws. Which means the party doesn't have to end inside the four walls. Take it outside. Absolutely. Just don't bring glass. For show PSA on that. there. <laughs> Tahoe also has a reputation just like Vegas for weddings. There's wedding chapels there. People go and get married in Tahoe, both because of, you know, the Vegas S scene, but also because Jamal said it is majestic. Any last thoughts about Tahoe? I know we kind of covered a lot. I just want to say that, you know, I really grew up not thinking much of Tahoe. And I don't mean it in the sense that I didn't think Tahoe was cool. I always did. But, you know, when something's so close to home and you go a lot, you don't realize how special it is. It's only when I got older that I really realized how special Lake Tahoe is in terms of its scenic beauty, in terms of its just overall entertainment and not just in the casinos, you know, winter entertainment, summer entertainment. I mean, it has the vibes of, you know, Vale, Breckenridge, Aspen, but with the gambling aspect too, if that's what you're looking for. So it really has a combination of it all that just makes it truly unique. And I really didn't realize how many people, you know, know of Lake Tahoe. It, it's funny, there's like a 50-50 split of people who absolutely know Lake Tahoe and then other 50% who don't. And when they find out about it, like, how did I not know about this place? And then they just fall in love. All right. I think it's my favorite time of the week. Questions of the week. 
right, so our first question coming in hot is Nevada or California? Which side would you recommend staying in for a first time visitor? Ooh, that's a toughie. And I don't think there is a good answer. And I'll tell you why. You know, if you're more of the resort style, then you're going to want to stay in the Nevada side because you're going to want to be in one of the casinos. If you want mountain vibes and staying in a cabin, you're going to find really nice cabins or Airbnbs on the Nevada or California side. So I don't think there really is a right answer. I think the right answer to where you should stay and what state really depends on what it is that you plan to do while you're there. That's a good point. And I would also say, I think we maybe touched on just a bit before, but when we're talking about all of this, we're for the most part talking about South Lake Tahoe. There is a whole North shore of Tahoe that doesn't have casinos. That's more quiet. That's more nature. So if you are really looking for that nature side, look to North shore too. So the second question that we got is, are there any places in Tahoe that you would recommend to eat at? I have one recommendation, an Italian place that I still think about even, I think it's been two years now, maybe even three years. It's called Scusa Italian Ristorante. And oh my God, the pasta is so good. Mm. I had a linguine with a, like a light juicy sherry sauce and it had artichokes and chicken. And as you can see, I still think about it. It sounds really good. (laughs) You know, a place that I would recommend to eat for two reasons would be Friday Station at Harrah's Lake Tahoe Hotel and Casino. And I recommend it for two reasons. One, it's a nice fancy steakhouse place to eat. And it is in the casino, so it is a little bit more expensive, but it's not crazy, crazy Vegas expensive. It's what you would expect for, you know, a normal steakhouse. But on top of that, it's on the top level of Harrah's on the 18th floor, and it gives you amazing views of Lake Tahoe. So you're gonna be dining with a view. The 18th floor windows, the whole floor is open windows, really not open as in, you know, they open up and you can feel the breeze, but really no walls in a sense. It's all just windowed walls and it gives you amazing views of the lake and it's not to be missed. I love, love, love eating at Friday Station at Harris. All right. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode, everybody. We appreciate it. Keep the adventures going with us by following us on our Instagram and YouTube at Travel Squad Podcast. Send us in those questions of the week, too. And if you found the information in this episode to be useful, or if you thought we were just plain funny, please make sure to share it with a friend that would enjoy it, too. Please subscribe, rate, and review our podcast, and tune in every Travel Tuesday for new episodes. Stay tuned for next week's episode. We have some more amazing adventures and tips in store for you guys. Woo! Woo. Bye. Bye, everybody. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year.